Hello everyone and welcome to the 125th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as PHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and very planning buddy, Frederick. God damn. Uh, uh, it's, it, it's so weird to say. A man who's, who's in many ways responsible for this pod episode. <clears throat> <laughs> I think this is maybe the first time, no? Yeah, I mean, we've... <laughs> it's the um, first time you ever contribute anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, we mentioned that Freddie gave me a little bit of a podcast <laughs> idea voucher for uh, my birthday mm. this year. And he has, in fact, held up his end of the bargain. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like I've done something really... <laughs> Great. I'm just like we just agreed after last pod recorded. Like, you want to do this? Yeah. We literally agreed to do it today, like earlier today. We're like, like, oh yeah, you want? Are you able to record today? Oh, okay. I guess we'll throw this together. (laughs) So today, well, do you do you want to explain it? And we're not going to do any mini reviews or news because there's only one piece of news and one mini reviews, but they're great. So so we'll save them for the next week's episode. Yeah. Um, well, so today, oh, this is so wrong. My goodness. <laughs> um, today, we're doing a little, a sne- should we call it a mini game? A little sneaky mini game, a little yeah. mini pod-esque idea, but we're, we're stretching it the entire pod. So basically, and, and it's planned, where we've done, uh, we've each come up with seven to eight uh, truth and, so one truth and one lie based on, yeah, I don't know, movie, TV show, anime, UFC, whatever it is we've come up with. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to tell the other person uh, both of these things, one truth and one lie. And then the other person has to try and guess which one is the truth and which one is the lie. There you go. And you know what? Fun little extra mini game I just thought of. You can play along as well in the comments as we go along no. if you want. You <laughs> are such a, you're such an innovative dude. <laughs> Don't, it's a choose-your-own-adventure-esque moment. Don't you dare <laughs> cheat. We'll know you did it. We'll know <laughs> you did it, Kian. <laughs> and yeah, basically, if you've seen some of the pods where we do like trivia and we'll do one is real, one is fake, and the other one has to guess, it's kind of like that for a whole episode, but just with kind of various movie things. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and... Genuine effort was put into this, which is kind of concerning. I, think, I spent I think, about yeah, 40 like, minutes. I, I, said, I said just before we <laughs> recorded or started recording that this is the most work I've put into anything this entire week. And I go to university. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, you know, what? I think that that's how it should be. Potting over. It's everything. even sadder when you actually hear what it is I've written, because that should not take a lot of effort. <laughs> it does take a weird amount of effort. To, you'd think it'd be easy, but you actually have to come up with like movie concepts for some of these. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so. Would you like to start us off? Uh, well, so how, how many do we have? So I have got, seven of mine. You've got seven. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, I've got eight. So I will start off. There so we go. We've got a little even thing going. Let's go. Um, so I've got I've got three categories. I've got anime. Okay. I've got movie, and I've got TV show. Okay. What do you want to start off with here? Why do I feel like I'm on Jeopardy? I'm loving this. <laughs> Um, let's, let's start with a movie. Let's, let's, let's... A a movie? That's a classic one. So, first piece of truth slash lie. Nicolas Cage (laughs) was offered the role of Aragorn very very early on in the production of Lord of the Rings. Sorry, just my first one is also Nicolas Cage based. (laughs) Uh, Okay, very good. I'm happy we're on the same (laughs) wavelength here. And then the other one... Tom Cruise was offered the role of the villain in a movie called *The Power of Science*, in which he was, in which he was to play the evil, 
uh, to play an evil Scientologist. However, Cruz declined the offer as he thought it was a tist, and this is in quotes, distasteful depiction of Scientology and everything he and the foundation stands for. Well, I may look very foolish in a second, but I believe I have heard that Nicolas Cage was considered for Aragorn. Is that is that is that your final answer then? Yes. It's true. Let's fucking go. Let's go. How can we, oh, can we just talk about that? Yeah, that what a that terrible been, choice. That would have been <laughs> what? Uh, I guess he has the like the of, hair for it. Mm, instead of Viggo Mortensen, <laughs> I was about to say I was, I was about to make a major flaw. That would have been one of the most like horrible things a Danish man could possibly do is confuse Viggo mm-hmm. Mortensen and Mesmerson. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been that would have been terrible. No offense, to Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage, but uh, yeah, Vigo. what do you think of the the idea? Also, we can also talk about the potential ideas for movies <laughs> that you could make as a director in future, and I can. Star yeah, um, I mean, Tom I just Cruise? don't think Tom Cruise would ever. I don't think you'd ever even go near something in which Scientology was portrayed in a negative way. Well, that's why he that's why he declined it. Clearly, <laughs> I don't think he'd ever like speak out about it. Like, I I think he'd like want to. Keep that under wraps. It was a pro- it was a, it was a private phone call to the director. Oh, but okay. The director then leaked. <laughs> well, speaking of Nicolas Cage movies, I've mm. done. I mean, I've already broken the rules here because it's not two truths and a lie. This is three truths and a lie. But okay. I have four movies hey. here. I like how we texted before. <laughs> okay, do you want to do two truths and one lie, or one truth and one lie? All right, let's do one truth and one lie. All right, cool, cool. First question: Here's three truths and a lie. <laughs> Secret <laughs> option number three. <laughs> There were so many ridiculous Nicolas Cage movies. So basically, I have four movies here, all okay. of which Nicolas Cage has starred in, except for one mm. that I made up. And I now, just... did the movie is the movie made up, or is just the fact that he was in it made up? Here? No, the movie's made up as well. Okay, so I'll just I'll read out, and I think yeah, all all of the stuff that I talk about in this episode, by the way, like the synopsis and stuff, is from IMDb. So I'll read out the little IMDb little thing for each movie, and you tell okay, me which cool. one is real. First of all, all right, I like it. Willy's Wonderland. Nick Cage. <laughs> is trapped in an abandoned family fun center and has to survive the night against scary animatronic mascots like in Five Nights at Freddy's. Also, okay. for the record, yeah, I wrote this myself. IMDb did not write this. I just realized. <laughs> Next up, Prisoners of Ghostland. Nicolas Cage is a bandit who is asked by a warlord known as the Governor to find his missing granddaughter, but he's put in a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days. <laughs> what was this movie called? Prisoners of Ghostland. Okay. <laughs> Country Mile. Nicolas Cage is a modern-day cowboy who discovers his horse and best friend is not from this earth. <laughs> or option four, Jiu-Jitsu. Nicolas Cage is a master jiu-jitsu fighter who, along with an ancient order of jiu-jitsu fighters, has to fight off an alien creature. However, he also has amnesia. <laughs> So keep in mind, three of these actually this exist. Is, <laughs> this is so good. I've got no clue which one it is. Yes. Oh, God. See, I'm tempted to say that the Willy one is true. Mm. Just because I searched up Nicolas Cage myself. Ah. And there's something about Nicolas Cage Willy I saw. But that could be an article talking about how he was almost Willy Wonka, which he was. It could also be an so, article about how... His Willy. Yep. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which direction. How how big? How small? How strange? Just just his will. Just just just, 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 just the article title. Um, Nicholas Cage's will. And what was the other? Just tell me the titles of the other ones. Uh, Jujitsu, Country Mile, and Prisoners of Ghostland. 
<laughs> I, I was tempted to go the country mile one because even though it's so strange, it sounds like the least strange and most probable one. Hmm. And I thought that's why alien you would horse? be like alien horse. I thought, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the the self destructing suit. <laughs> I'm and so- the reason the reason for that <laughs> is because the governor. I immediately thought of Merlin. <laughs> well. Perhaps that was a sneaky ploy on my part, because Prisoners of Ghostland is in fact a film that was released to the public, and it does exist. (laughs) He was put in a self-destructing leather suit for the governor. I did in fact make up Country Mile. I damn it! (laughs) Damn it! And I'm not gonna lie, I was looking at this as you were giving your first one, and I realized I hadn't finished it. It just said, Nicolas Cage is a modern-day cowboy who discovers... And I was like, fuck, I forgot <laughs> to put the last part. So I just thought on my feet. I was just like, just cut back to the intro. Alien horse. A very planned part. <laughs> Literally the one thing I had to do. So there we go. Oh, All right. Damn. Okay. So are we are we keeping points here? Okay, we can do that. So it's one nil to you. So I mean, in fairness, some of these point. are, the points don't really matter because some of these are kind of jokes and some of them are actually... Yeah, I tried to make real. <laughs> well, still, well, yeah. still. We, I mean, okay. we only, we only, we only give points if you get it right. You don't get a point if I guess wrong. No. Okay? no. All right. Cool. All right. So, Ooh. I think we'll go with an anime now. I was about to say I'll, um, I'll take anime for for five hundred. Slightly topical, I guess, <clears throat> which is, you know, not in a good way. But, um, so the first one, Naruto was banned in Russia in twenty thirteen. Because of an episode in the show that depicted a Russian ninja in what the Russians believed to be an offensive manner, thusly making the Russian government ban the entire anime, manga, and spin-offs like Boruto from any market accessible to the citizens of the nation. Okay. Or there's an anime called Bobo Bobo Bo Bobo Bo, in which the protagonist fights a group of villains using his controllable nostrils and nose hair. <laughs> <coughs> Um, wow. That does sound like a... It sounds like a John Dillaman-esque, uh... Esque, uh, series. I'm, I'm gonna say Bobo Bobo exists. It exists. I think... Because I think you wouldn't... It's one of those things that just... Yeah, it... I, I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like it would exist. Bobo Bobo exists is what you're saying. I don't know how many bows there were, but yes. Okay. It does exist. Let's go. I mean, Let's I don't go. know if Naruto was banned in Russia for something like that, but I don't think so. I will also say, and this is kind of a dick thing to say. I, I don't really know. But also, I just, I, I don't think an official thing would use the word thusly for some reason. I don't know why. It just kind of like threw me off a little bit. I was like, that's a phrase. Uh, well, this is, this is all, I'm just saying in future, this is all written by me. This is not taken from me. Okay. This is like something okay. I've read and then I've written it myself. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm too, um... Sophisticated. I was like, it sounds, it's, it sounds almost too intelligent. <laughs> Freddy must have thought of this being the intellectual. <laughs> this sounds way too intelligent. Freddy must have written. It. <laughs> Damn! Let's go. I got the anime one. Damn it! Damn. Well, there's two more, so you know. All right, all right. I'll, cal- I'll calm down. I'll calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hold your horses, please? <laughs> um. Well, my next one also hasn't followed the rules, um, but I have here. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five things that happen. <laughs> Are we going to end on like 16 different ones? <laughs> well, there's one that has like a billion, but it's you'll see what the concept is. Okay, but, okay, okay. okay. Um, these are five things that allegedly happen in the MCU. 
And so okay. I don't I won't tell you how many are true, how many are false. I just I'll give you one, you say true or false. And we'll Ooh, okay. We'll see if you get them, which kind of fucks with our point system or whatever. So So you're not gonna say all of them here. No, so I'll give you one, you say true or false. Uh, okay. Alright. <clears throat> it is implied in Thor Ragnarok that the Grandmaster has orgies in his spaceship. That is true. Okay. Absolutely that's true. Okay. Well we'll table that. <laughs> you can <laughs> during the final scene of the incredible hulk you can see a hint of the hulk's testicles <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I blew that. sorry not that it was really gonna work if i had <laughs> <laughs> that was very realistic also is it is there is there four truths and one lie here or I'm is not there like it's this is up to you Ooh, to decide. okay well that is as sad as it is to say, that is a that's a lie. <laughs> Someone yelled, "What are those?" in a film that came out in two thousand eighteen. That's, that's true. <laughs> I just I just wanted to have a moment of like, come on, guys, of self reflection. You guys really you guys really did that. <laughs> um, I know you're watching Marvel. The fuck was that shit? <laughs> Drax has quote famously huge turds unquote. I'm gonna say that's a lie. He's got sensitive nipples. That's a good point. Are you saying someone with sensitive nipples can't have famously huge turds? Do you think those are related? No, but... I, uh, you know, could be. Someone get on that, Science. But <laughs> We know you're listening, but Science. I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Drax would give... Or would he? It is something he would say, but... Would they both talk about his sensitive nipples and his huge turds? That's a good point. Is that not going a bit overboard? And if, it's, if both are true... Uh, that should not have happened. So I'm going to say it's false. <laughs> uh, that's that's crossing the line, guys. <laughs> guys, that's that's a bit too much. There is a deleted and very passionate makeout scene from the film Ant-Man and the Wasp in which Scott Lang French kisses a giant ant while Louise watches. <laughs> also 100% true. <laughs> um, I'm say false on that one. Actually, yeah, Paul Rudd demanded that that be cut from the film because it was too <laughs> sensual. <laughs> Because it wasn't scripted. Um, well, you are correct on all of them, except Drax does, quote, have famously huge turds. Damn it! And Marvel, they, what's going on They here? say that in the same movie. Because if you remember in the opening scene, Rocket Raccoon threatens to put a turd in Peter Quill's pillow, and he says, it won't be my mm-hmm. turd, it will be Drax's. And Drax does laugh and say, I have famously huge turds. I hate that you know that. <laughs> I did look it up, honestly. I did no, look you up didn't. that scene. This is the one thing you just knew off by heart. <laughs> this, is, this is what gets me through my pub trivia nights. <laughs> there we okay, go so I'm, okay we'll give you a point for that i guess you got most of them right we'll give, give yeah you a point. all right I'll, I'll, I'll take a point so right. two one two one, two, one. Two, one. We're, we're going on to series here Ooh. we'll series action all right so all right. we've got charlie cox was often teased and made fun of by elton henson the actor who plays foggy nelson because of his misinterpretative last name <laughs> okay i can see it or James Gunn wrote the script for Peacemaker. More joke. <laughs> confined during COVID lockdown for fun in quotation marks. Not sure. Uh, him not being sure if the show would ever actually come to fruition. Ooh. So one seems much more likely, but, but when you think about that it, might be a bit of a reverse psychology. Or was me saying that the reverse psychology? Oh God! I'm all trapped. God, you're, tra- you're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I feel like I get the vibe that... What's his name? Eldon Henson? Eldon Henson. I feel like they have quite the bro dynamic in real life. I have nothing to go off, mm. but I just... It, I Yeah, I can I can very much see that. And so... Okay. 
I feel like, and also I feel like he is of the maturity level like the two of us, where the name Cox <laughs> inspired like the great joy like and the humor. Kind of dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, but I, I again, I feel like I heard the Peacemaker thing, but I might just be making that up. Sorry, what a joke. Also, mm, in one joke. of the episodes of Peacemaker I watched, they flashed back to that scene again, and like they're really. I finished Peacemaker today. <sighs> I'm still on episode. We'll talk about five. it next pod, but yeah, we'll talk. Oh. Goddamn, I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with the peacemaker one is true. I'm gonna go against my reverse psychology odds here, but I'm just, I'm gonna say peacemaker is true. Damn it, you're right. Yes, fucking go. He's three for three. Yes, I'm too good at this. Oh, but that does. <laughs> make... Hudson is in fact flexing his arms right now. <laughs> I'm too good. At this. <laughs> I, wish you I know listeners. that Charlie Cox isn't teased about his last name. <laughs> yeah. Again, could be true. I'm just saying, yeah. but there's no official account of it. We don't know that it's not true. Also, that just means that we're really immature and we find it amusing. Um, yeah. Sorry, Charlie. We love your work. Also, that bums me out a little bit because it implies that they don't have. I mean, they could still have a bro dynamic, but is it really a bro dynamic? No, the only way Charlie Cox is a bro dynamic is if someone makes fun of his last name. <laughs> I mean, you refer to me as BHL Coxon on occasion, so like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's. The and bro you often dynamic. call me uh, Lord Dickhammer. <laughs> Yeah. It's also my favorite Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> you go into Rohan, or whatever it's called, Ride of the Rohirrim. Oh my god, who's that knight? Um, that's Lord Dickhaver. Well, okay, next up I have a unique one. I have a Ooh. UFC category. You wouldn't. So I have here t- two descriptions of two knockouts, or one description per okay. knockout. And one of them is real and one of them is not. And so this right. will also require a bit of interpretive imagination on your part to imagine. All right, I'm going to close my eyes and just imagine it. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm just going to read these out as I've written them so you can't really hear my voice, which one I made up. Okay. Number one. Yair Rodriguez knocks out Chan Sung Jun in the final second of the final round of their fight as Jung is rushing in with an upward elbow. Yair with the upward elbow, I'd just like to point out. He ducks down as Jung rushes in, moves his elbow up behind his head, connects and knocks him out cold with one second left in the fight. And I can just demonstrate for you here what this hypothetically looks like. It's kind of hard to imagine. So he's ducking down and he hits him like that, like moving his elbow up. Okay, I see, I see, I see. It's a a very, it's a creative strike that either happened or I made up. Mm, Okay, okay. Second one. With two seconds left, in the first round of their fight, Corey Sandhagen sweeps Frankie Edgar off his feet with a low leg kick, and as Frankie Edgar is getting up, Sandhagen lands a spinning back kick to the chin, knocking Frankie out cold on the canvas. As he's getting up. Yes. What so does that... He swe- how he, far up is he? He kicks him in the lower leg, and so he like mm-hmm. sweeps him down, and then he gets up, his hands get off the mat so it's legal, and he gets spinning back kicked right in the chin. Mm. Okay. I'm going to say the last one is true because the other one just seems a bit unlikely. So you're saying more so than this last one. The Corey Sandhagen is true. Yes. I hate to tell you, but Yair Rodriguez did in fact knock out Chan Sung Jung in the final second of the God. final round with a back upward elbow. And it's an incredible clip. God Damn it. <laughs> you should, everyone should send go look me the that clip. Up. It's, it's very, I'll dislike it's it. It's very cool. I'll send it to you later, but it's very cool. Okay, good, good. All right, well, so it's what? 3-1 to you now. 3-1. Not Damn. great. Kind of, kind of, I'm kind of tired of being the best. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get you... <laughs> All right, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, motherfucker. It's time to get the gloves off. I'm going to say one that I think might be 
Okay, another anime one will do. All right, all right. You're in, you're in my you're in my part of the world now, buddy. <laughs> Sounds very cringe. Ew. Sorry. <laughs> Gross. Um, anyways, so <laughs> the word anime, which has coined the genre of Japanese animation, does not actually originate from the word animation, but rather the name of the main character in the very first anime ever, Anime Takiyatsu. Anime Takiyotsu. I think that's how you pronounce it. Or, one of the first animes was inspired by Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck. Huh. So this is not... Like, obviously, anime also refers to animation, but in Japan, mm. as it's known as anime as well, that is the... Or or is it? Or is it not? Oh. <laughs> is the reason behind the, the, the creation or, like, that <clears throat> phrasing of it. Okay, okay. I also would love to see a Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck anime. That sounds fun and epic. <laughs> just Donald Duck <laughs> gathers all his power and just punches Scrooge McDuck's head off. <laughs> Donald Duck doing a Naruto run does sound delightful. Um, <laughs> it is something I would like to see, please. Goofy being a Shimugari, what do they call the Death Note thing? Shinigami. Shinigami. I could, I could, I like. Uh, I'm gonna, mm, that, that is a toughie. I'm gonna say the Donald Duck one is true. I'm going, Donald Duck one. I'm going Donald. I'm going Donald. You bastard! Let's he got go. it again! Let's go! Oh, oh I mean, shit. I may or may not be just kind of coin flipping <laughs> these a little bit. I don't know, I just <laughs> like... Still, the coin flip's working. See, now what... Okay, do you know the anime that was inspired by Donald Duck and Scrooge? Nah, not gonna go. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, it was... No, I don't remember. It was I read it today. Man. <laughs> I believe the anime that was inspired by Donald Duck was um, Attack on Titan. <laughs> well, on a on a similar note of televisual programming, which I mm. guess you could call anime, maybe. Um, I guess I, guess I was gonna falls. go with a new girl concept, where I give you a real Ooh. premise for an episode and a fake, but you know new girl as well as, if not better than I do, so that wouldn't really work, because you would mm. you would you would be able to smell it from a mile away. So I've gone with something that you know, but maybe know a little bit less. It's a little okay. Jim Halpert action. It's a little oh, bit of The what? Office. So yeah. I have before me a real episode and a fake episode of okay. the great sitcom The Office. <clears throat> Number one. Season 8, episode 13. Jury duty. Jim skips work under the guise of having jury duty, which Dwight then tries to bust him for lying about. Which Dwight then okay. tries to bust him, period. <laughs> <laughs> to which Dwight busts it down. <laughs> Number two, season five, episode eight. <laughs> Sorry, I just Dwight imagine Jim's not at work, and Dwight just gets out his thong and just absolutely busts it on the floor. That's the whole episode. It's that for 20 minutes. He's doing the WAP dance. Um, <laughs> I believe Dwight is doing the WAP right now. Haunted. Michael, Aaron, and Dwight are led to believe the office is being haunted by ghosts. Michael, Aaron, and Dwight... Those are the three characters that I feel like would actually fall for that as well. Mm. But wouldn't Dwight so try either? To you've bust done a clever Jim? here, or you've. But Dwight is the kind of person who might actually believe it's haunted. Who knows? I'm gonna say the haunted one is true. Well, I'm gonna say I'm a master manipulator because that one God is damn it. a concoction of BHL Hudson's mind. Hire me, terrible. the office writer. I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> it's four one, and I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. This is your concept. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, I'm never <laughs> suggesting anything <laughs> again. Uh, but yeah, 
Jim does skip work for... See, I picked a season 8 episode because I was like, there's no way he remembers any episodes from season 8. Because I also thought there's that episode where, like, Dwight thinks Jim is a vampire. There's kind of... There, the seeds have been planted. Yeah, that's, that it, was, it, was, it was a clever move, I'll say. <sighs> it's what I do. What can I say? It's... I, I take... I tip my hat to thee, sir. <laughs> um... Okay. I've got one here. <laughs> Actually, uh, is this... <laughs> but two other movie ones are very see-through, I think. <laughs> You've played your trump cards. I've played my... I've got one trump card left, I think. Okay, okay. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm going for the undefeated one. record we'll, we'll, now. We'll, we'll, we'll get a movie one out of the way. Get you another point. <laughs> there is... A 1978 movie called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> this title is not a poignant or clever title, as the movie plot is literally that tomatoes suddenly become sentient beings whose only interests and goals are to kill humans. Okay, sounds dope. Or, there is a 2004 movie called The Lust for the Forbidden, in which Gerard Butler and Russell Crowe are both <laughs> married men who work at the same construction site. Each of them believe they are in a happy and content relationships with their respective wives. Mm -hmm. This feeling slowly starts to fade as their lust and affection for each other begins to grow and take form every day the more and more time they spend together on the construction site. Uh -huh. Eventually, <laughs> they cannot ignore their feelings for each other anymore and have a graphic and passionate <laughs> sexual scene on top of a crane at the construction site. Unfortunately... <laughs> Machinery, mal <laughs> <laughs> Machinery malfunction causes the, ca the, the crane to judder suddenly, sending them both crashing to their deaths, however, oh in the God. embrace of the person they each love the most. Wow, that was a lot of howevers in one sentence. Goodness. Um, well, the, <laughs> the idea of early 2000s Gerard Butler and Russell Crowe passionately lovemaking um, is deeply appealing. Please take that out of context, someone. Um, <laughs> or in context. <laughs> There's no context that changes it at all. You know, that does sound beautiful and kind of heartwarming in a way. I really mm. like a lesson about life. Lesson <clears throat> um, <laughs> about life. <laughs> lesson about where you shouldn't have coitus, that being on top of a jittery crane. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't jittery to begin with. <laughs> IM IMDB says. Let's <laughs> it only became jittery with the passionate thrusts of Russell Crowe. The passionate Crow thrusts of one Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh, I do unfortunately believe I have actually heard of the Killer Tomato one. God damn yeah, it. He knew sorry. from the beginning. Yeah. He knew from the beginning. <laughs> but if I hadn't known, it would have been a really tough one to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. By the way, can I just say... It was say, a bit of a curveball. The... Just like when I was writing these down, the first thing I thought of when I was thinking of like what a fake movie would sound like was that movie you told me about where Denzel and someone else were like train conductors <laughs> or something. Chris Pine? Yeah. I literally wrote down like write something like the Denzel train one. <laughs> um, goodness. Well, my next one is easily the one I put the most effort into. Um, okay. So this, this one might take a little while, but it's a, it's a journey. So come, come with me okay. on this beautiful trip. All right. So I have before me <clears throat> two Liam Neeson movies. One exists, one does not. Okay. And I've taken the IMDb, uh, what's it called? Like summary. For summary description. Them, and I have written the other one. And you have to guess which is which. So Mr. Okay. Neeson. <clears throat> Firstly, Firestarter. 
Shane Carwin, an ex-con known for being one of the most notorious arsonists in Boston's history, is living a peaceful life after having served his 30-year prison sentence. However, little does he know that his newfound happiness may be about to go up in flames, as a friend from his former life pays a visit and gives Shane an offer he may not be able to refuse. With the stakes... God damn it. Sorry, a bunch of drunk people outside. With... <laughs> I'm trying to do a Liam Neeson Sorry, just Liam Neeson outside. <laughs> With the stakes higher than they've ever been, with Shane's way of life and family threatened, he has to find a way to escape his old life once and for all, no matter the cost. Alright. That was Firestarter. Mm. This is going to be really anticlimactic if you know, if you've heard the title of the real movie. <laughs> and then, The Commuter. Michael McCauley! <laughs> Michael McCauley, a former police officer and now a hard-working life insurance salesman and a caring family man, has been taking the commuter rail to New York for the past 10 years. But things will take an unexpected turn when, on one of his daily journeys, the cryptic passenger, Joanna, makes Michael a generous and tempting offer to locate a single commuter or face grave consequences. Is this a sick joke, or is this indeed a dangerous situation? Now, as Michael races against the clock to solve this wicked conundrum, Everyone aboard is a suspect in a deal that is more than meets the eye. Can he decide in time who is the one? Now, I appreciate and admire how much effort you've put into this. Mm -hmm. But I am a fan of the community. <laughs> God damn it. I tried so hard and to pick the one that I was like, you probably haven't seen. But then as I was looking at it, I was like, one of the only Liam Neeson movies I have seen. Because I was like, oh, there's the one where he's like the ice or whatever honest thief i knew you'd seen honest thief so i was like okay i can't do that mm. one. Ah oh, man i was really proud <laughs> of firestarter well, i'll say i'll say the, it was a really good um description of the other one i'll say the one thing that threw me off a little bit on it was that you said he'd been in prison for 30 years right yeah and then he is his family is threatened <laughs> how does he have a family who've been in prison for 30 years <laughs> and then his eight-year-old daughter was <laughs> i wrote that like again 20 minutes ago <laughs> i didn't look back and i was just hoping yeah as i was reading i was like i was hoping i hadn't like again left off an entire sentence so fair okay no fair jay like it was it, you had me until like because it, it generally sounded like something that would absolutely happen damn until the family part that's like, a, okay that was a bit that's weird. a bit and then i knew the commuter so you know that's a bit of a home <laughs> that, that, yeah i realized i was like wait a minute what if he actually has watched the commuter it seems weirdly actually like the kind of thing you would have watched <laughs> yeah well fair enough okay detective work it pays off also can i just say whoever wrote the imdb summary for the commuter what the fuck is this? Uh, this wicked <laughs> conundrum? I tried to make my Firestarter thing sound like an IMDb thing. I hope you appreciated the his life will I think, go up in flames. But I'm like, I I I do think that yours sounds more of an I like professional IMDb one than that one. Is does. this a sick joke or is this comma indeed comma a dangerous situation? <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> anyway, sorry to the person <laughs> the who wrote the hell that. Is but. that about IMDb? <laughs> anyway, all right, fair enough. You're um you have a point. Damn, I can't believe that the one I actually put effort into has <laughs> come back to bite me. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go with a, another series here. All right, all right. Jake Johnson, Nick Miller from New Girl. Gotcha. Was told to lose weight by Fox, the production company behind New Girl. This information was given to him as he was headed out to eat a celebratory meal with his wife after the success of the New Girl pilot episode. On his way to the restaurant, Jake Johnson was told he was too fat for TV and he had to lose 15 to 20 pounds. <laughs> Okay, weirdly cruel. Or, John Hamm smoked so many cigarettes and cigars in Mad Men, in scenes as well as many deleted takes, 
that he became addicted to them, resulting in health problems for the actor. I hope you didn't make up the Nick Miller one, because... Well, I hope that didn't actually happen to him, though, because that's kind of, it's kind of kind of harsh. So you hope it just disappears? <laughs> I hope you didn't make it up, and I hope it didn't happen. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I'm dreaming and this never happened. But then again, that would be I made it up, which is almost the Wait, coolest minute, th- That makes you the asshole. <laughs> um... Aha. Uh-huh. Despite my better judgment, because I'm pretty sure I've heard something about the John Hamm one, I'm gonna go with the Nick Miller one being true. How the fuck? Oh, why would you do that? Let's go. How would you say that? Fuck. It's so obvious that John Hamm would smoke cigarettes and get addicted. Yeah. But he hasn't. He hasn't. I don't think. He, probably. Again, we don't know for sure, I guess. But damn. Yeah, because because that also sounds like a, a the Jake Johnson one sounds like kind of a funny story he'd tell on a talk show kind of kind of yeah. vibe, you know? Yeah, so yeah, basically, after the pilot episode, him and his wife went out to celebrate the success, and then on the way, f- like, the production company called him and told him, you're too fat for the reshoots. God, what a bunch of dicks. so cruel. I guess, the, so they wanted they to lose, like, like, seven con- kilos. They wanted it for, like, continuity's sake, like, he had to look the same for reshoots or something? I don't know. Huh. I mean, I, still I not. Know. I didn't read that. You still can't say you're too fat for TV. <laughs> Also, Nick Miller isn't even, like, fat. Like, he's, like, you know. No. He's he, has, little, he's, he has that pouch for the cookies, as they say, but, like. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a cookie pouch. Yeah. They, yeah, anyway. All right, next one. I have. There's, you're, you've got every single one right so far. That's terrible. Have I? No, I didn't. Oh, I think so. I have. Let's go. God, I think you have, right? This is the biggest yeah, you ego have. boost. Um, I feel like I just feel so defeated because of the Liam Neeson one going going awry. <laughs> All right, so next up, here's a, I need to explain this one a little bit. Basically, okay. Bruce Willis is starring in a number, like an absurd number of completely generic direct-to-video action movies in the next okay. few years. Okay. That have, they, if you've seen any of the trailers, you've seen any of the titles, they're the most generic, like, nothing movies, and they're all going direct-to-video, and they're clearly just for paychecks. No okay. offense, Bruce Willis, but I think he himself would even admit this. I've written down <laughs> the titles from Wikipedia... Of all mm. of the upcoming Bruce Willis direct-to-video movies, and I've also come up with my own titles, and I want to see if you can distinguish between which ones are actually happening and which ones. Are and they're not. these ones that are happening in future now, or ones yes, that they've not been released happened. yet. So I'm just okay. gonna run through them, and I just want you to say real or not real. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, sixteen. See, this seems tough. <laughs> this yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of just wanted to make a point about Bruce Willis's generic action movies these days. Mm, fair, fair. All right, so let's let's. Yeah, honestly, this is very much just a coin flip. This is such an unfair round. We'll give you a point if you get any of them right. <clears throat> so, okay. A day to die. Uh, that's true. It is. Cash cow. That's false. It is. Vendetta. False. That's true. Damn it. Fortress 2. <laughs> That's true. It, it is. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Fortress 1 is, but yeah, Fortress 2 is coming out. Fortress 1 doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, he just is in a movie called Fortress 2. Uh, Violent Intentions. That is false. It is. Capital Punishment. <laughs> it's just Bruce Willis's political stances in a movie. <laughs> Um, false. It is. The wrong place. Also false. It's real. Damn it. The antidote. That's real. It's false. 
Damn it. Die like lovers. That's real. It is. Corrective measures? Nah, that's false. It's, it's real. <laughs> Damn it. What a terrible movie title. <laughs> Watch a movie corrective. called Corrective Measures. <laughs> corrective Measures. <laughs> it sounds like an accounting movie or something. Uh, white Elephant. We're almost there. Yeah, I'm going to say that's real. It is. Chaos. Uh, not real. Not real. Paradise City. Real. It is real. Wire Room. Not real. It is real. And finally, colonoscopy gone wrong. <laughs> the thing is, I would not even put it past him. But I'm going to say false on this one. Ah, uh, if only it was real. It is false. <laughs> I don't think I did too bad there, you know. No, you did pretty well, actually, considering it was a, yeah, pretty, I mean, yeah, again, I just want to point out who the, who's watching these movies? Like, they look so boring. <laughs> Correct measures. <laughs> what is the budget of these movies? They're, yeah, it's it's like five hundred thousand. Like they pay Bruce Willis to show up, and then they just like have like a generic action thing around it, and it's yeah, kind of depressing. But also get the bag, Willis. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad that his career's gone downhill like this. But also, let's get this bread, my man, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, we're going for my last anime one. Okay. And this, I think, one is it's it's a fifty fifty, but okay, you know, if if you don't. If you get this one right, then you'll have scored 100%, I think. Well, I hope, okay, I hope you get the chance to, as our old, uh, one of our old teachers used to say, you had a 50-50 chance, and you chose wrong. And you got it wrong. That's... I I hope that happens to you. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, An anime based on the main character eating an ancient finger that belongs to a humanoid monster with four eyes. By eating this finger... And more of the same kind, so fingers from the same hand slash same, uh, and and also toes from foot. He gains powers that allow him to fight monsters and curses. He does this along with a guy who wears a blindfold, a panda, a guy who likes people based on which type of women someone fancies, and many other companions. The protagonist intends to eat all 20 toes and fingers of the humanoid monster in order to gain the true power. The other one, an anime in which the main character wakes up and discovers she has uh, developed the ability slash power to make any person bald. She uses this technique to bully and harass people. Eventually, she begins it. She begins doing it to people in power and creates a lie that states that she also has the power to grow back their hair fully. So she'll take their hair, but she also has the power to like reverse the baldness. This gives a lot of people hope and makes them do whatever she wishes in the hopes of them getting their luscious locks back. The series follows her rise from a poor girl to a despicable and powerful individual. Well, I have to say, whichever of these is false or true, we, I, I feel like we need a moment to commend ourselves for our, our storytelling and concept-thinking abilities here. Thank you! This is the first one I wrote, and then you can tell that my creativity <laughs> went downhill after that. Um, what do we think? The second was your thought. The second one is is very absurd, but it sounds like something that would exist, and it's kind of. But is it exactly the kind of thing you would think of? Actually, (laughs) is that exactly (laughs) what's going on that sick, twisted cranium of yours? (laughs) Um, the first one sounds more plausible, I guess, but also the amount of detail you gave. It's a little suspicious to me. So I'm gonna say the 
bald one is real. Yes! Ah! He gets it wrong! He's no, not at 100%. No. The bald one is false! Damn it! However, there is, uh, I'll say, a little callback to earlier, the Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo, Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo anime, is an anime in which he fights monsters that make people bald. So that's where I got the inspiration. <laughs> okay, wow. Big big tieback. Damn. Okay. Tie I was going to say, yeah. the one, the only like thing that I had against the bald one was I can't really imagine like how much of a story you could make out of that. Like, where could mm. you really go after a certain point with that? But damn, a fair, fair play. Look at... Yes! God, it feels good. <laughs> I think we're kind of creative geniuses, you know. I think so. <laughs> if if that that should be an anime, yeah, what I'm saying we should fund that. Um, oh, oh yeah, actually, <laughs> Bruce we, were supposed style. To, we were supposed to do a NordVPN sponsor this episode. Uh, whatever, we'll do it next time. Oh, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> anyway, my final one. I don't know if this is my best one, honestly. Actually, it's definitely not because much like the Nissan okay. one, if you know which, if you've heard of one of these movies, then I'm oh, fucked. Please, and I won't lie to you. <laughs> And this is very dumb of me. We've talked about one of these movies pretty recently on the pod. <laughs> so this is a test of oh, if you God. pay attention at all on the pod. Shit. This is going to be like a mini review, probably. <laughs> but um, oh, no. these are two upcoming films coming out in the next uh, eight months. And okay. they're both comedies. Okay. So, all right, which order do I do this in? And these are, the thing was taken from IMDb, but then I've also added in the actor's name for both of them. First of all, The Lost City. A reclusive romance novelist played by Sandra Bullock is on a book tour mm. with her cover model, played by Channing Tatum, mm. gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt from Daniel Radcliffe that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle where they are helped by Brad Pitt. Mm. Or option two. <laughs> <laughs> option <clears throat> two. Snakeskin, a failing stockbroker played by Jamie Foxx, is, is, <laughs> is forced into a life of crime with the help of his high school sweetheart played by Amelia Clark, who ultimately accidentally find themselves in a mob war. <laughs> okay, I, can't, I was supposed to write against feared gangster played by Aaron Paul, but I wrote played by Logan Paul. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. This whole thing, we're done, we're done. This whole thing is done. I guess feared gangster Logan Paul. <laughs> Can you imagine what a freaking twist that would be in this like really serious action movie with Jamie Foxx and Amelia Clark, and you turn the corner, and then the man behind the mask is just Logan Paul. Well, I do remember, and I've yeah. seen the trailer to The Lost City. <laughs> Damn it. See, I was trying to find a movie that was coming up that was, like, absurd enough that it could sound like something I'd written. Which, in fairness, The Lost City, I feel mm. like, does sound like a movie we would come up with on the pod. But also, yeah, there was the <laughs> chance that you had uh, literally seen the trailer yeah. for it. So, yeah, God so damn it. I apologize once no, more. No, no, it's, it's my fault. Okay, well, there you go. That's, um, that, was, that was a really bad one to end on, but whatever. I should have ended <laughs> on Colonoscopy Gone Wrong. Well, we should have. <laughs> I mean... This is a really tough one. Okay. Actually. Uh, this might be too tough of one to end end on, but, you know, we'll, we'll just, it's the last one I've got, so, you know. Right. And I think we ending move. on such a, like, difficult one is actually quite good for the episode. So, okay. we'll go. Right. Brenton Thwaites was supposed to have joined the Pirates franchise in the previous movie, uh, in the previous movie to Dead Men Tell No Tales, but were forced to say no to the role due to complications involving numerous sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> Not that, I mean, that's a serious 
we're not laughing at that. That's a serious, you know, problem no. that people have. So, um, or <laughs> Brenton Thwaites is Australian. <laughs> it's a tough one. I grant you. God, why did I cover for the STD one as if it was an actual thing? You know, it happens to a lot of, you know, it's, it's okay, it's, it's a serious I'm problem. I'm not laughing people. at Brenton here. <laughs> this is straight from IMDb. I straight up was going to say that one was true because I was like, you know, maybe they tried to get him in for, like, the role of the other, like, young guy who, like, replaced mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom. That's, that's what I was going for, but then I realized I can't do a serious Thwaites one. You know, again, we're not certain this didn't happen. <laughs> but he probably didn't. He seems like he would use protection. What are we doing here? <laughs> he seems like he owns a lot of condoms. <laughs> anyway. Brenton Thwaites seems like the kind of man who'd ask the woman to put on three condoms on him. <laughs> on herself. On her, on her head. On her, on her arms, just for <laughs> fetish. Just for the walls. Um, well, it's now time for... The Tom News. Alright, let's see what... Our old man, Cruzy Boy, has been up to. By the way, this was recorded on Thursday, February 24th. Um, actually, wait, someone sent in some Tom Canoes. Oh, shit. No. BHLHudsonVids at gmail.com. Who did send this in? If you want to send in Tom Canoes, feel free. Okay, ZJ13Goat got this week's Tom Canoes, and it's an article from MSN.com. Tom Cruise's former manager recalls the actor refusing to speak to a waitress because he was, quote, still in character. Um, huh. <laughs> Seems kind of like a dick move. You said the character is Les Grossman? <laughs> this was in 1981 for the movie Taps. The movie uh, what? Taps. I don't know. It looks like he's in the army in the movie. The waitress asked him, aren't you one of the actors? Tom said to us, please tell her not to ask me any questions. I'm still in character. <laughs> That's... Okay, I thought... I mean, okay, okay. Like, I'm not a professional actor, but I also thought this was going to be, like, his character, like, refuses to speak to waitresses or something. But it just sounds like mm. he was, like, <laughs> he was like, guys, I'm still in character. Get her out of here. Like, that's not really, isn't that breaking character if you're, like. Yeah, guys, guys, I need to focus on this fictitious, like, fictitious person I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> Wait, shit, the fictitious person wouldn't say that. Fuck. Wait, fuck. Uh, she's done it already. Never mind. <laughs> he runs out. He flips the table. He flips her. <laughs> he eats the table. <laughs> Weird cruise story, I guess. But I guess he's a good actor, but also kind of, you can just probably say... <laughs> like how the Tom Canoes is from 1981. <laughs> <laughs> so up to date. Fresh, fresh off, the, off the press, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, you can talk to waiters, even if you're in character, I'm pretty sure. Even though, you know, I'm not an actor, but I would, I would say do it. Um, do it. They're, like, in the service industry, and they're just trying their best. Um, now it's time for the announcements. <laughs> and we don't have any comments for this week, because this we're actually recording this before this week's episode's gone up, so I guess we'll get to those next week. But we do have JC Comics sent in a Dwayne Cruz pick that I will put in the oh. video now. And it is, in fact... Um, <laughs> I just... Pretty scary. I don't know what this is from. I think it's a zombie movie. It says, Does Dwayne have enough drive and power to face a million Tom Cruises? And it is, in fact, this horrifying <laughs> What is going on? JC what Comics decided to create and send to us as some kind of, I think, threat. Uh, that was the stuff for this week. Um, yeah, so, and, I mean, maybe we can record announcements if something crazy happens. But if not, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the next time. But If Tom Cruise suddenly starts speaking to waitresses, we'll, we'll record it. <laughs> so, I hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit of a different thing, but I think a bit of a fun time. Maybe we'll do something like this again. Mm-hmm. Shout out to mm-hmm. Freddie for the concept. 
Um, oh, thank you. And shout out to me because I do believe I won. I'm just playing it out there. You did win by by quite a bit. I think I got <laughs> by like a I country got, mile, one might say. I got two actual ones right, but like. Technically, if we're counting how many I got right, I probably got more right than you because you know, probably dig at a the, lot of Bruce Willis the, movies. Yeah, yeah, the Bruce Willis one just kind of stacked up points. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, and leave a comment uh, on what you thought of this episode and, and how well you did in this quiz. Mm, if you, that's here. The little you, mini uh, game. Play the and comments. again, we will know if you're lying. But yeah, we're on YouTube, the Poly Plan Podcast, and we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you want to listen there. And if you are listening there, please leave us a five star rating. It would mean a lot to us. Um, also check out the fan pages link down below, the fan made TikTok link down below. We might start doing ad reads next week. No big deal, but you know, we'll see. No I know that's what the fans all. really want to hear. We're going to start doing ad reads. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting news. But yeah, we'll see. Um, and yeah, you can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at FDK underscore Dolph Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidelgard and... You can find me on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Colonoscopy. <laughs> God damn it.